0: Hey, it's Mark here, and welcome to the next edition of the Employee Survival Guide, where I tell you, as always, what your employer does definitely not want you to know about, and a lot more. Hey, it's Mark here, and I want to talk to you about the Speak Out Act, a federal ban on pre-dispute confidentiality agreements regarding sexual harassment and sexual assault victims. On December 7th, 2022, President Biden signed into law the Speak Out Act. The act seeks, quote, to limit the judicial enforceability of pre-dispute, non-disclosure, and non-disparagement contract clauses related to disputes involving sexual assault and sexual harassment, end quote. According to the congressional findings set forth in the act, quote, sexual harassment and assault remain pervasive in the workplace and throughout civic society, affecting millions of Americans, 81% of women and 43% of men have experienced some form of sexual harassment or assault throughout their lifetime. Sexual harassment in the workplace forces many women to leave their occupation or industry or pass up opportunities for advancement. In order to combat sexual harassment and assault, it is essential that victims and survivors have the freedom to report publicly and publicly disclose their abuse. Prohibiting prohibiting non-disclosure and non-disparagement clauses will empower survivors to come forward, hold perpetrators accountable for abuse, improve transparency around illegal conduct, and enable the pursuit of justice and make workplaces safer and more productive for everyone. End quote. According according to one commentator, and I'll include the uh, links in the show notes below, Quote, the law purports to allow survivors of workplace sexual assault and harassment to speak out about their experiences, notwithstanding the existence of nondisclosure NDAs or nondisparagement provisions in pre dispute agreements between employers and their former, current, and prospective employees. Although the law responds to a prominent debate about the proprietary non- of nondisclosure and disparagement provisions, the Speak Out Act limitation to pre dispute agreements means that it is unlikely to apply to many of the settlements reached between employees and employers in sexual assault and sexual harassment cases, end quote. There's a lot said there in that commentary, and I need to appraise you of what a non-disclosure agreement is briefly and what a non-disparagement clause is. In essence, a non Uh, disclosure agreement uh, is basically what it sounds like. Do not talk about um, anything that you discover uh, while you're engaged with your employer uh, or risk uh, being sued. And then the non-disparagement essentially is don't say anything that will harm the reputation of the company uh, by any means of social media or uh, verbal or in writing. Now, I also need to bring you uh, – give you an understanding of what pre-dispute and post-dispute non-disclosure agreements are because they are very different. Congress only chose to limit the uh, non-disclosure in the pre-dispute setting and not the post-dispute, meaning that if you had a ongoing lawsuit, et cetera, the, uh, the, the Speak Up Act would not apply to that eventual settlement. So the Speak Out Act bans or voids any and all pre-dispute agreements from prohibiting anyone from complaining about sexual assault and sexual harassment. These agreements are not to be confused with severance and settlement agreements, the so-called post-dispute non-disclosure agreements, which the law does not apply. Some advocates are seeking to completely ban all post-dispute confidentiality agreements, namely Gretchen Carlson's advocacy group called Lift Our Voices. Uh, Miss Carlson argues that, and her group argued that one step. This is one step in the right direction. The Speak Out Act, uh, following the federal ban on forced arbitration in sexual harassment cases, signed by into law by President Biden. Uh, and I also have links to that as well in the show notes. Um, actually, I agree with uh, Ms. Carlson regarding this issue. Uh, it is one step in the direction, and you know that's how our. Uh, democracy works. We just take one step, and then we all get used to it. And then we take the next step and ban the next aspect of it. it it's coming. It's, um, it'll just take some time, and you have to be, be patient. Uh, opponents of the Speak Out Act, Speak Up Act, argued that the very essence of an employee's leverage with the employer has been taken away by the statute, forcing some victims to continue to litigate their cases, or worse, remaining silent. A situation the Speak Up Act sought to finally remedy. Prior to the passage of the Speak Up Act, employees and their employer attorneys used the threat of public disclosure uh, as a leverage to force employers to pay settlements prior to the lawsuit being filed. This is uncharted territory, and I hope Congress and the president were correct that the Speak Up Act would act as a deterrent to anyone seeking to violate the federal ban on pre-dispute confidentiality agreements related to sexual harassment and sexual assault. Now, also after the Me Too event, uh, you saw many states also uh, enact uh, state laws to deal with the issue uh, that the public was uh, uh, complaining about. And, and then, since this is now back to the time period of the Weinstein uh, issue when it came out, uh, the one person in the Weinstein uh, case actually violated her non-compete or her non-disclosure agreement and was sued by Weinstein for breach of contract, but. Uh, the I don't know exactly where the history of that case went, but um, we know the criminal the criminal result of that by Mr. Weinstein being convicted in New York and then in, later in California. Um, according to one commentator, and I'll put the again the source in the show notes. Quote. Since Me Too went viral in October 2017, 11 states have enacted legislation to prohibit employers from requiring employee individuals to sign pre-dispute NDAs that prevent a worker from disclosing harassment, discrimination, and sexual assault. Among those, California, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, New Mexico, and New York, Oregon, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia, and then finally Washington State end quote. Um, These statutes are ineffective because employers seek to coerce the very thing the statutes and the Speak Up Act seek to remedy, and that is the covering up and confidentiality of sexual harassment and sexual assault cases. Simply, I am aware that employers, and this is based upon my own practice and experience, employers seek to bypass the statutes, um, by illegally conditioning part of the settlement compensation based on an employee signing the alleged, quote, voluntary elected confidentiality agreement. Uh, In particular, New York State has this. Uh, Employers still are required to give the standard 21 days or, or whatever period is required to consider the voluntary confidentiality agreement before they sign it, but the whole process is a farce, and employers know this. What employers know is that they can dangle the settlement uh, compensation in, in front of the employee uh, and coerce employees uh, who are victimized by the abusive employment practice into signing confidentiality agreements, making them involuntary in a manner of speaking. And recently, I had a situation where I confronted an opposing counsel based in New York uh, where an employee worked in New York but also worked remotely in Connecticut. And we were dealing with a settlement and I confronted the attorney that why she wasn't using Uh, the New York statute. uh, And she sought to ignore my comments and to uh, actually became uh, critical of uh, uh, and made uh, accusations to me. But she knew exactly what I was confronting was the aspect that she was trying to end run and not use the New York law where the Connecticut law didn't have a similar uh, level uh, of treatment. So there's um, always going to be Efforts by employers to get around the issue. Uh, this is not going to go away, folks, in terms of the, the problem here is that the uh, you can, by law, state and federal, tell employers uh, they can't do something. They're going to still go ahead and do it because that's the power of the disclosure element of settlements. That um, And I agree with the opponents of the statute the Speak Up Act. This very leverage that um, employees have uh, – at the same time, they want to report the bad behavior. They can do that in the form of, you know, filing their administrative complaints and the full lengthy narrative about all the bad acts, uh, and confronting the individual, and have the employer deal with that individual, and have the employer pay the client, the employee, the victim, you know, money uh, at the level of like a judgment from a jury. I'm not kidding. This actually does happen. I can tell you. I'm. Uh, involved in the cases where this does happen. And uh, the employers definitely want to keep these things quiet. And I want you to be aware that that's going on and won't go away for some time. So um, as we look forward to the future of the act and the state laws, um, the Speak Up Act now allows employees to go to court and challenge the harassers with impunity. It will take some many years to see if Congress was correct that the statute would act as a deterrent to bad behavior. It is too too early to tell one way or another. My prediction is that it will dramatically or substantially to some degree reduce the overall number of sexual harassment incidents in the workplace, but I'm doubtful it will substantially reduce sexual assaults. Uh, For example, sexual assault is a civil claim that exists in every state, and it's also a criminal claim, but yet both continue to occur. That's my point. Uh, at best, the Speak Up Act successfully kills the legal defense used by employers that they was an alleged breach of the nondisclosure agreement by the employee because she uh, went out and um, you know told about this nefarious uh, bad acts of sexual acti- uh, sexual assault, and sexual harassment. You know, again, key the Cuban the the Weinstein uh, issue and that whole debacle. Um, And uh, these agreements previously used to silence victims of sexual harassment. So now the defense is being removed by the statute and the state statutes as well. But again, I sound the alarm that employers will seek to condition settlement compensation, as I said before, to get around the state laws and federal laws requiring voluntary confidentiality agreements uh, like the one in New York State. So um, it's not going to go away. Uh, I will continue to report on it and tell you what's happening on the front lines because that's where I'm at. Um, so hopefully you found this uh, issue informative. Uh, overall, uh, we are taking steps in the positive direction. We are eroding the so-called default management practices that employers foist upon us uh, to deal with because they can't you know, deal and manage their own employees. I mean, the very The very idea of me as an employment attorney existing is because management cannot control their employees. I mean my my entire law practice is geared towards policing employers uh, for 26 years. So I'm very busy, have been. uh, Lots and lots of millions of dollars exchanged hands every year uh, through my office alone. And there are are numbers of employment lawyers like myself around the country – I'm trying to make a point that employers are not doing a great job at protecting you, the employee, and I need you to wake up about that. Uh, It's not a joke, folks. Uh, It's going to take time to remedy this, but acts like the Speak Up Act, acts like the Force Ban on Arbitration uh, Act, and the future upcoming uh, Federal Trade Commission ban on non-competes are taking ginormous steps towards – Resolving the inequality between employers and employees and their bargaining and negotiating power, and I have to say that this is really history in the making. If you want to look at history over a period of time in terms of employee-employer uh, relations, this is gigantic. So, it's a, a pretty significant time. So, again, I'm just doing my job and job, and I just bring you this information every week, every day, and um, hope you like it and look forward to more. Uh, Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. If you like the Employee Survival Guide, I'd really encourage you to leave a review. Uh, We try really hard to uh, produce information to you uh, that's informative, that's uh, timely, that you can actually use and solve problems on your own and at your employment. So if you'd like to leave a review anywhere you listen to our podcast, please do so. And leave five stars because anything less than five is really not as good, right? Uh, I'll keep it up. I'll keep the standards up. I'll keep the uh, information flowing at you. Um, If you'd like to send me an email and ask me a question, I'll actually review it and post it on there. Uh, You can send it to M. C a r u i at CAPC That's capclaw.com.